This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Our Father, Lord, we thank you. Almighty God, we thank you. The King of Glory, we thank you. Abba Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. O oh Lord, as we go into your word, speak to us by yourself in the name of Jesus. We don't want to hear the word of a man. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your proven and timely word that we need in our lives today. O oh Lord our God, speak to us by yourself in the name of Jesus. We will not be entertained, but we will be transformed in the name of Jesus. And at the end of today's session, we shall give you all the glory. And in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. I want to say a very big thank you to our pastor for giving me this, uh, the opportunity to share the word of God with us this morning. Um, I'm not taking that privilege for granted. But I know that there is something that God wants to do. I'm very sure that I will be blessed this morning. And I know that you will be blessed as well this morning. I know that God has something for all of us this morning. I'm convinced about that. I know that nothing happens by accident. I know that everything has a purpose. And there is someone seated here today or someone watching us online. Or if you are watching this uh, later, maybe in the afternoon, or anywhere you may be, I know that there is a word for you. And there is a word for me. And I pray that no one, no one will live here today without receiving the word that you need in the name of Jesus. Uh, we pray against every distraction. That God Almighty will keep our focus in the name of Jesus. The title of our today's message is Changing Your World Like Jesus. Changing Your World Like Jesus. Now, I'm not saying changing the world because that looks so big. Like, change the whole world uh, I think it sounds overwhelming right <laughs> like you mean I should change the whole world but changing your world like Jesus let's start this morning uh, Revelations chapter I want us to start from Revelations chapter 21 verse 23 but let's start from 21 
the message version, please. I think we're going to do more of the message uh, version today. The main streets of the city was pure gold, translucent as glass. But there was no sign of a temple. For the God, for the Lord God, the sovereign, strong, and the lamb are the temple. The city doesn't need sun or moon for light. I know we're familiar with that. <laughs> Hallelujah. God's glory is its light. The lamp, its lamp. The nations will walk in its light. And its king bring in their splendor. Its gates will never be shut by day. I love that. And there won't be any night. They will, they will bring the glory and honor of the nations into this wonderful city that we are talking about. Nothing dirty or defiled will go into the city. And no one who defies or deceives only those who, whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life will get in. Looking at this powerful description of how this wonderful city will look like. This powerful revelation that God gave to John. Here, it describes how beautiful this city will look like, the New Jerusalem. If you start reading from verse 1, you will see how it describes this city, how beautiful this city will look like, the new heaven. It saw the new heaven and the new earth. He saw this wonderful place. Very beautiful. Look at the first part. The main street of the city was pure gold. Everything beautiful. No day, no night. No sorrow, no prayer meetings. No Bible study in this wonderful city. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus that all of us will experience this in the name of Jesus. We will all experience this wonderful city in the mighty name of Jesus. But there is more to this. In John chapter 8 and verse 12, Jesus once again addressing all of us I am the world's light. Another translation says, another um, version says, I am the light of the world. Jesus was talking about himself. I am the light of the world. This same light that will illuminate this wonderful city. So I am the light. So Jesus was describing himself. That don't be confused about who I am. I am the light of the world. So it's clear. No one who follows me stumbles around in darkness. Now because I am the light, so that means no one who follows me, no one who understands me, no one who sees me, 
will experience darkness. Because I am the light. Because wherever I go, wherever I appear, I am the light. That means I don't have to shout at the darkness. All I need to do is to appear. Because I am the light. So, Jesus here, after describing himself, then he went further. No one who follows me. So that means if we don't want to experience the darkness, because the darkness is all around us. If we don't want to experience the darkness, that means you have to follow me. Or if you want to be the light like I am, you have to follow me. Following me is not... <laughs> it's more than anything else that we can describe in the world. Holy Spirit, I'm trying to look for the right way to describe this. The light, God himself. When God, Jesus himself, appeared to Saul, he called him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Why? Acts chapter 9, verse 3. Why are you persecuting me? Jesus appeared to him by himself. And Jesus made him to know that it is me. In verse 5. I am Jesus. So I've not sent my angel. <laughs> I've not sent the minister of defense from heaven. You know, Angel Michael. <laughs> But I've come down by myself. I've come down by myself. I am Jesus. Why are you persecuting me? Anytime we do something that does not connect with the kingdom system, Jesus takes it personal. Anytime we persecute, Anyone that Jesus came to the world to die for, Jesus makes it personal. Okay, I will explain that as we move on. Can we read 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17? We can do NLT. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. I know we know this. The old life is gone completely, and a new life has begun. So that means the old me is gone, and this is the new me. It is called transformation. It is called spiritual transformation. That means God has transformed all of us from where we were into his kingdom, this beautiful place. That means we have experienced transformation. And now we are in his kingdom. We are in his kingdom. And that's why we are all kingdom ambassadors. Representing Christ wherever we go. And by the way, if 
you are not representing Christ yet. I want to invite you this morning. And if you are watching us online, or if you are listening to this message, if you are not representing him yet, it is time to start to represent him. Because he is the light of the world. And that was the same light that that Saul experienced. He couldn't look at the light. He fell down. Because we cannot see that light with this our mortal body. We have to connect with him. We're going to talk more about this light. Anyone who is in Christ is a carrier of transformation. If we're going to forget anything today, please don't forget this. That you are a carrier of transformation. Because you are already transformed. And we want other people to also experience this beautiful city. We want everyone that Jesus died for to experience this beautiful city. John 3.16 For God so loved what? The church? The Christians? The Christians only? But for God so loved the world. His people. He died for everyone. So anytime we do something that connects with people, Anytime we do something to populate the kingdom of God, or anytime we do something against his will, Jesus himself appears. He takes it personal. Please, don't miss that. Because we are going somewhere. Every believer is a carrier of good news and a transformation caster. Uh, I thank God for my life. Um, My life was changed so that I can become a change catalyst to others. God transformed you so that you can also become a change catalyst to others. (laughs) Thank God that it didn't stop with me. Thank God that it didn't stop with you. Thank God that his mission continues. So that we can continue to transform the world. Remember, we are focusing on changing your world like Jesus. Changing your world like Jesus. In Matthew chapter 24 and verse 14. Jesus was specific about what all of us should focus on. All of us. Every one of us. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. So for those of us who are waiting for the end to come, have we seen it? When the end will come? 
Jesus talking there. When they, the good news of the kingdom, not our own news, not, the, our, not my own news, or not the news that I have learned, I have memorized, that they have taught me, but the good news of the kingdom. When that good news is preached throughout the whole world, and then the hand will come. So God is waiting on you. It's waiting on me to come. So that means there are people today that have not heard about this good news. You know, last Tuesday, and the, 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 the Tuesday before last Tuesday, two weeks ago, here at the, uh, during the Bible study on Tuesday, for those of us that were there um, two weeks ago, you know, Daddy really taught us about how to reach out, how to evangelize. Very powerful. If you missed it, if you missed that session, I will encourage you to go and watch it on YouTube. How to evangelize, how to touch lives, how to transform people, how to, how to share the good news. It's a beautiful news. And that's why it's good. It's good news. We have been transformed so that we can also become change catalysts to others. I was changed so I could help to change my world and make a difference. And make a difference. You know, I remember when I was 22, I had a wonderful encounter with Jesus. And I was so confused. Many years ago, I was confused. Because I had a desire to change the world. Not my world. I was so passionate. I wanted to change the world. And in fact, that got me more confused. Because I didn't know how. I had that desire, but I didn't know what to do. But I thank God that God himself helped me to understand my mission. And your mission. Let's read about that. I want us to read Matthew chapter 5. Let's start from verse 13. Verse 13. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. Thank you, sir. This is where Jesus gave all us change the word message. Please listen to this. Don't miss this. This is the place where Jesus by himself gave all of us to change the word message. Please, is this message version? Let's do the message version, please. God bless you, sir. Now, can we read this? Let me tell you why you are here. Jesus talking. Jesus is telling all of us why you are here. So if you don't, so, so, so that we don't get confused, so it's clear. All of us, why you are here. Why you are necessary. And why you are a man. You know, I know there are many people who are confused that are thinking, why am I a man? Why am I not a woman? Or why am I a woman? Why am I not a man? No, there is a purpose. There is a reason why you are a woman. Or why you are a man. So don't change what God made. Hallelujah. 
It's not natural. Even we know by ourselves that it's not natural. <laughs> Working against what is natural, what God made. You know, you're making all the efforts to change what God made. It's an effort. Why can't we just divert that effort towards the good news? Now, so, don't get confused. Let me tell you why you're here. You are here to build the salt seasoning that brings out the God's flavor on this earth. That is why you are here. So if you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? How will people taste it? If you have lost your usefulness and we end up where? In the garbage. Wow. Now, now, so Jesus is saying if you are not getting it, if you are not getting it that you are the salt of the earth, that your responsibility is to make things better, okay? To make things better as the salt, to make things sweeter as the salt. Okay, if you are not getting it now, see, see, see what Jesus is doing here. Here is another way to put it. So if you are not getting the salt message, maybe you will get this. <laughs> maybe we will all get this, all right? So Jesus is saying, now, you are here to be the light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. It's not. We are going public with this. As public as a city on the hill. If I make you light bearers, which you are, you don't think I am going to hide you under a bucket, do you? You think I'm going to hide you under a bucket? Under a basket? <laughs> do you? I am putting you on a light stand so everyone can see you. Hallelujah. Now that I have put you there on a hilltop on a light stand, then you do what? Shine. I've positioned you. I've positioned you already. So wherever you are today, wherever you are today, your environment is your world. Your environment is your world. So I have positioned you. I put you on the lampstand, not under the bucket. Then your responsibility is to do what? Shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. Be opening up to others. You will prompt people to open up to God. So that means when you open to others, Jesus is saying here that you will do what? Prompt people to open up to God. This generous father in heaven. Now, I want to encourage us today that it is our responsibility, it is my responsibility to shine my light. That means I don't have to feel bad shining my light. Do we know that some people feel bad for shining their light because of because of what they've been through. Uh, maybe because of their culture. Because, <laughs> see, I grew up in an environment where um, talking about the good things of God, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, it's like, it's very abnormal. And it was abnormal for me to talk about things that are good around me uh, because um, you don't talk when elders are talking. That's one of them. Shut up. Okay, 
Um, you don't um, now. And there are a lot of cautions that actually made um, that actually made me. And some of them I'm still fighting. I'm still fighting some of them right now, unlearning them. Like, um, don't talk about uh, some things. Keep them to yourself. Okay, keep them to yourself. All right. And these are powerful testimonies that can transform people's lives. Keep it to yourself. I don't know if anyone is familiar with that. All right. But Jesus is saying, by opening up to others, you will prompt people to open up with God. This generous father in heaven. Well, this is not just about changing the world message or what God is showing us this wonderful morning, but it's all about changing your own world, where you are today. And when we're talking about changing your world, we're talking about different aspects of the world. That means you becoming a positive change agent or change catalyst where you are, representing the kingdom of God, being like Christ. So if people ask you, or sometimes when people ask me this simple question, how can I be like Christ? And my simple answer is do what Christ did. Just do it. Study Christ and do exactly what he did. And you will be like him. The word Christian is not a title. It's a role. Is a role in the kingdom of God. And having a role in the kingdom of God means you are responsible in his kingdom. It means you are responding to the ability that God has given to you to get something done on behalf of God on earth so that we can establish in his kingdom in our worlds. So let me ask you a question, and I'm asking myself this question this morning. How are you changing your world? Just for 30 seconds. Think about it. How are you changing your world? Are we intentional about changing our world? When we're talking about our world, we're talking about our family. We're talking about the church. We're talking about the education. We're talking about the government. Okay? Though many of us don't like to talk about that. But God wants us to change that world. Because that's the world. We're talking about the media. Many times we talk about things that we don't like. That many things going on in the media. Why can't we be the catalyst changing that world? Do we know how powerful music is? Do we know how powerful drama is? Do we know that all those movies we watch, they are influencing us? Do we know we can change that world by delivering and producing what can affect other people to see the power in this kingdom? How are you changing your world? In the arts world, in the entertainment world, in the sport world, in the business world, science world, the technology world, how are you changing your world? 
What are you doing today to change your world? To be the light. And Jesus said, shine the light. Now, if you read that scripture very well in Matthew chapter 15, now Jesus is not saying you will become the salt. Jesus is not saying you will become the light. Jesus is saying you are the light. You are the salt. So, <laughs> you, are not just, you are not becoming because you are already in him. You are. You are already established. So that means we have to get out and shine the light. We come together here to do what? To encourage ourselves, to strengthen ourselves so that we can go out and do more shining. Transforming the world and bringing more people into his kingdom. Can we do this real quick? Can, 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 we, can, can you fold your hand like this? I have the microphone in my hand. Can you fold your hand like this? Yes, thank you, sir, like that. The way we fold our hands, okay? All right, can you do it the other way? Aha, is it comfortable? Are we used to that? I know that many of us are quickly going back to the right way, the way we are used to, right? Yeah, that's how it is. To change our world, we have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, many times we are used to some ways, you know, the way we do things. And getting out of our comfort zone becomes uncomfortable for us. Because of people we are used to, because of things we are used to, and sometimes even, even it, it appears even in our prayer life that this is how you have to pray for God to answer your prayer. So we have a formula for God. And we don't want to get out outside our comfort zone to see more of God. Because there is more of God. Ah, all that you know, there is more of God. And God is unveiling himself daily to all of us. So I want to quickly run through something that will help all of us to understand how to transform your world. When can we move from being transformed to transforming others? I want to quickly share four, four things that make people change. Many times we don't want to get out of our comfort zone. We want to stay in the comfort zone because the comfort zone is so beautiful. Oh, that place is comfortable. Oh, it's so comfortable. We're used to everything. But everything you are looking for today is outside of your comfort zone. Everything you are looking for, everything is outside of your comfort zone. The lives that we need to transform is outside our comfort zones. So, there is nothing like group transformation. I don't know if you have ever seen a, a, one group that get transformed the same time. The group transformed. We only have personal transformation. And I want us to know that many people don't want to change. But many times, we change because we have to. So let me quickly run through four reasons why people change. All of us. Number one, when we are hot enough. When we hot enough, when we are hot enough, then we say, I have to change. Not because we want to change, but we are hot enough. And I'm like, okay, I think it's time to change this. Then 
you push yourself to change. Number two, when we see enough, when change, we change when we see something and we are inspired to change. When we see so much, you know, you have been seen, you have been inspired, you have seen so much around you, and you have seen, ah, you, you, if it could be something or someone inspiring you and you're seeing this, but one day you just make that decision. I have to change. I've seen enough. It's time to change. It's time to be the change. Number three, when we learn enough, when we learn enough and we want to change, you've learned so much. Do we know that desires doesn't transform things? Oh, that is a good place to start. <laughs> but it doesn't transform anything. Oh, the purpose of learning is not just knowing, it's doing. Because you cannot get any result without doing. Oh, all right. When you learn enough, and one day you like, I've learned so much, it's time to act. And then people change. Then we change. The last one, when we receive enough. You've received so much, and now you want to change. Now I've received so much, now it's time to change my world. Well, one thing I know is that everyone can do this. And I want to share real quick with us four ways to change our world, to change your world. I'm going to run through this. Please don't miss any part of this. Don't miss any part of this. These are, these are contests that I've learned personally in my life, and I've seen many people who have changed their world. Followed. If all of us can follow this, I know, one thing I know, we can all do this. Please, can you tell someone beside you, you can do this? Yeah, there are just four I'm going to share this morning. You can do this. You can do this. Number one, if you want to shine your light and be like Jesus, number one is value people. Value people. Value people by connecting with them. Value people wholeheartedly Value people strongly, just like the way Jesus values everyone. Oh, Wale, are you saying I should value people I like? No, Wale, are you talking about just the people I like? People who look like me? Oh, people I speak their language? Oh, people, people I, I, I connect with? You know, Wale, I connect with some people naturally. There are some people I don't connect with. Well, are you talking about those people? Well, if you are talking about those people, I get it. Yes, I will value them. Here, it's not about that. To transform your world, you have to value everyone. Everyone. Remember that woman, the Samaritan woman that Jesus met. In John 4, if you read from verse 7 to 10, when the disciples returned back, <laughs> the Bible says they were shocked. Looking at Jesus, talking to this Samaritan. What is the Jew doing with the Samaritan? How? Jesus, you talking to her? No, <laughs> we don't do that. The Bible says they were shocked. And they couldn't believe he was talking with that kind of woman. No one said what they were all thinking. 
but their faces showed it. In verse 28, John chapter 4 and verse 28, please, let's listen to this. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. The woman took the ink and left. In her confusion, she left her water pot. Back in the village, she told the people, come see a man who knew all about the things I did. Who knows me inside and outside? Do you think this could be the Messiah? And they went out to see for themselves. When we add value to people, everyone you touch, we go out there and continue to transform other people's lives. When we touch people's lives, when we value people, when we touch people by themselves, they will be the newscaster. And they will start making the announcement. Hey, it's happening here. It's happening here. This is where it's happening. That was exactly what this woman did. Number two, if you want to shine like Jesus, add value to people. Add value to people. Number one, value people. Number two, add value to people. You cannot add value to people if you don't value people. You cannot add value to people you don't value. You cannot. And when you add value to people, what are you doing? You are influencing them. How many of you, or how many of us here today, remember someone who has added value to you before? How do you feel about them? Great. Have they influenced you? That's, that's exactly what happens when you add value to people. When you add value to people, you influence them. When we connect with people, people that don't even look like you, you know, sometimes you do some things for some people and they feel like, I don't want this. I mean, I, 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 thank you so much. I didn't expect this. Thank you. You have influenced them. Add value to people. Had value to people. First Corinthians chapter 9. If you read from verse 19 to 23. I want us to know that Apostle Paul was given away. He, he, he gave himself away completely. And in verse, in verse 20, he started talking about different people that he went out to see, to add value to. He gave himself away. And he got to a point, he said, whoever, whoever. I just want to add value to them. I don't care where you are coming from. I don't care what you have been through. I don't care what you are doing. I don't care your experiences. I just want to meet you and add value to you and preach Christ to you and show Christ to you. And show Christ to you. Well, I'm going to run through this. Number three. If you want to shine your light like Jesus, leave good values. Now, number one, Value people. Number two, add value to people. Number three, leave good values. So it is not just about talking about adding value to people, but leaving the good values. 
Let people see the values out of your life. The kingdom experience we are talking about, let people see it in your life. Let people experience that kingdom through you. Let people experience that influence through you. Don't tell people, go and read the Bible. Let them read you as the Bible. Let them read your life. The book we, we are holding, and if you have the Bible in your phone or maybe on the tablet, it's just a medium. It's not the world. Can they read that word in your life? That's the question. Can they see all those wonderful fruit of the Spirit in your life? That's the question. Number four, if you want to shine your light, share good values. So, value people, number one. Number two, add value to people, number three. And number four, share good values. This is where transformation happens. When you share good values. When you share good values, now you are value people, now you are adding value to people, and at the top, and you are living good values, and now you are sharing good values. You're sharing the good news. You're sharing the good news. You're sharing the good news. When we add value to people, it creates stability. It makes us bigger on the inside. When you become bigger on the inside, you need less validation on the outside. But when you don't work on your inside, you will always be looking for validation on the outside. And becoming bigger on the inside is the priority of Jesus. And that is the priority of the kingdom. And that is what Jesus is all about. And that is what the light is all about. The light that illuminates in that beautiful city. Where there is no need for moon or sun. The lamb himself is the light. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And he is telling us this morning that this is why you are here. To also be the light. To be the salt. That means to make things better. And to make things brighter. Everywhere you are. Changing your world. Changing your world. Changing your world. By the way. If you are not in Christ. As we are rounding up now. If you are not in Christ. Remember what Jesus said. You are the salt. Being that salt. That Jesus is talking about there. Is being in Christ. That means if you are not in Christ. You cannot represent that salt he's talking about. That means you cannot represent that light he's talking about. To represent that light, to be that light, to be that salt, you have to be in him. As we round up this morning, can we just please be on our feet? We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.